Hey, Mike, guess what? What? Mike, raging rivers, hungry bears, drastic avalanches, roaring seas. No matter how prepared you are, a walk in the woods can go from innocent to disaster in the blink of an eye. Yeah. When pushed to their breaking point, humans are capable of astonishing things, things that you had never thought of possible. Yeah. Listen to In the Wild as they explore the most heroic, terrifying, and phenomenal stories of real people who survived the unsurvivable. Learn what went wrong, what went right, and how you can make it out alive if the worst case ever happened to you. In the Wild podcast reviews on Apple include Love Your Podcast from Laura. It's scary how relentless nature can be. I always enjoy this podcast at work. It keeps me on the edge of my seat. Or how about we go with Hiker 0001. Uh, good stories and good narration. I like when there are sound effects that add to the ambience of the story. In the Wild podcast on Apple Podcasts and everywhere you get your podcast downloads. Broadcasting across the nation from the East Coast to the West, keeping you up to date on technology while enjoying a little whiskey on the side with leading edge topics along with special guests to navigate technology in a segmented stylized radio program. The information that will make you go, hmm. Pull up a seat, raise a glass with our hosts as we spend the next hour talking about technology for the common person. Welcome to Tech Time Radio with Nathan Mum. Welcome to Tech Time with Nathan Mum, the show that makes you go, hmm, technology news of the week, the show for the everyday person talking about technology broadcasting across the nation with insightful segments on subjects weeks ahead of the mainstream media. We welcome our radio audience of 35 million listeners to an hour of insightful technology with a little whiskey on the side. I'm Nathan Mum. Welcome to our show today. We live stream during our show on five of the most popular platforms, including YouTube, Twitch.tv, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. We encourage you to watch us live or visit us online at TechTimeRadio.com. Tweet us during the show at hashtag TechTimeRadio, and we'll do our best to respond to the tweets on the air. You can also check out our new TikTok channel by looking for Tech Time Radio on the TikTok app. I'm your host, a technologist with over 30 years of technology expertise working for Fortune 500 companies across the country. My co-host, Mike Day is an award-winning author. Originally from Arizona, Mike's a human behavior expert living in the Seattle area with a master's degree in forensic psychology. Mike helps me from geeking out while providing an insight into human behavior and how it interacts with technology. We're two friends from different backgrounds, but bring the best technology show possible every week for our family, friends, and fans to enjoy. Welcome, everybody. Today seems to be another Prime Day special. Did you hear about this, Mike? It's the Prime Early Access from October 11th through the 12th. This is a pre-Black Friday deal, or as I call it, the Jeff Bezos Money Grab 2002 Part 2. Have you even heard of the? So they have now created a fake second holiday. They already created a fake first holiday. This is now a second holiday this year to sell Amazon crap. With you for years, and you always talk about this stuff. Yeah, this stuff just just it just bugs the crap out of me. I, I don't I don't know what's going on, but I cannot understand why we're going to have a second pre Black Friday deal. But if you can just go to the Amazon homepage. You can click on there and buy a whole bunch of crap at discounts if you're a Prime member only. So I guess we're segregating anybody that's not a Prime member. But with the the Rings of Power, I think they have like 80% of America households now that have a Prime subscription. Have you been watching that series? Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty good series that they put out there. All right. 
Well, now that we got our Prime Day crap out of the way, <laughs> I said crap like eight times. Okay, all right. <laughs> Let's start today's show. Now on today's show. All right. Today on Tech Time with Nathan Mum, pro-Russian hackers take down U.S. airport sites in a calculated DDoS attack. Artificial intelligence could soon be able to diagnose illnesses. And BMW wants you to stay in your car to play video games once you park. We're also talking about robots with Gwen Wei. And this week's technology fail comes to us from Apple with so many ups and downs. Uh, in, addition, <laughs> in addition, we have our standard features, including Mike's mesmerizing moment this week in technology and a possible Nathan Nugget. Finally, our pick of the day whiskey tasting will end the show. So sit back, raise a glass, and welcome to Tech Time with Nathan Mum. As always, we have our whiskey tasting during the commercials. The CFR selected whiskey pick of the day gets zero, one, or two thumbs up at the end of the show. You're going to want to make sure you listen all the way through to pick up a few interesting facts of whiskey on our Mark's Mumble that'll make you go, mm. Now it's time to start today's headlines in the world of technology. What's happening in the world of technology? This is our top stories in the first five minutes. All right. Story number one, U.S. airport sites taken down by a DDoS attacks uh, by pro-Russian hackers. Now, a DDoS attack is essentially a scaled denial of service attack. So this is a specific attack where the pro-Russian hacktivist group KillNet is claiming to take this large scale distributed denial of service attacks against websites of several major airports in the U.S., making them inaccessible. The DDoS attacks have overwhelmed the servers hosting these sites with garbage requests, making it impossible for travelers to connect and get updates about their scheduled flights or book airport services. Notable examples of the airports that are a part of this hack include currently the Hartsfield-Jackson Atlanta International Airport, one of the largest air traffic hubs, the Los Angeles International Airport, LAX, is currently experiencing intermittent offline and slow responses to requests for traffic control information for planes. Other airports returning database connection errors include Chicago O'Hare International, Orlando International Airport, the Denver International Airport, Phoenix Sky Harbor International Airport, along with some other smaller airports in Kentucky, Mississippi, and Hawaii. What? No SeaTac? Well, no SeaTac. You know what? SeaTac's pretty good about their stuff that they have there. I will say that. they We, we kind of live in the technology hub. LAX, I would expect to uh, uh, be just the massive amounts of traffic that they have coming in there, able to probably take off eight or nine of their main servers, which probably is insignificant, but could still have a denial of service request with that. Essentially, what KillNet has done is they have posted, and what they are sending is they're sending a custom software process that's generating fake requests and garbage traffic directed at the target. So essentially what they're doing is they're trying to keep on refreshing and refreshing to find out information regarding airplanes, luggage, traffic uh, into the airport itself, and by putting thousands and thousands and thousands of requests instead of probably the thousands that they receive, uh, in an hour, they're just overloading the server. So the response time is so slow that some people are missing flights, missing connections, and not able to actually book their flights on time. Now, if you go to the airport, well, yeah, the airport you know, is running a- just fine. It's the software on these systems that tell you the check-in and the baggage claims that are having the problems. Yeah, I can't think of anything better to do when you're losing a war against a smaller country than to to use your hacking groups to so, pick so- on pick on. 
that's what they have. The U.S. has been pretty much out of the uh, area of fire for a little bit during this time. Essentially, most of the retaliation by the hacktivist groups were targeted in the middle EU uh, area. So the European Union countries that are surrounding it were attacked. But now the hacktivists, uh, pro-Russian, anti-Ukrainian, are essentially trying everything they can to disrupt the United States air traffic control, and they've threatened to go into other areas of mass transportation and cause grief to people. Okay. So well, I guess yeah. maybe so, you know, you're going to go to yeah. trains and some subways. I'm sure are next that they'll try to overload with different stuff. So maybe that L in Chicago, you're going to have to, to go down there and get your tickets themselves. Yeah. It's pretty impotent. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but speaking about technology and artificial intelligence, I think you have story number two. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Interesting story. Uh, artificial intelligence could be used to diagnose Ill- illness based on the sound of your voice. So, yeah. Uh, so voices do offer a lot of information. It turns out uh, these folks believe that it can help diagnose an illness, okay. which I guess some researchers are working on this this right now. So, uh they use everything from vocal cord vibrations to breathing patterns when you speak because it offers potential information about your health. Uh, and this comes from a, larynge- a laryngeologist, okay, which is a throat doctor, Yep, uh, who is the director of the University of South Florida's Health Voice Center and a leader on the study. Uh, someone who speaks low and slowly might have Parkinson's disease. Slurring is a side of a stroke. Scientists could even diagnose or think they can diagnose depression or cancer. The team will start by collecting the voices of people with conditions in five areas, which include neurological disorders, voice disorders, mood disorders, respiratory disorders, and pediatric disorders like autism and speech delays. Uh, This isn't the first time researchers have been using AI to study human voices, but it's the first time data will be collected on this level project is a collaboration between the USF, Cornell, and 10 other institutions. The ultimate goal is an app that can help bridge access to rural or undeserved commu- underserved communities by helping general practitioners refer patients to specialists. Long term, iPhones or Alexa could detect changes in your voice, such as a cough, and advise you to seek medical medical attention. I'm not right. sure. I'm not I, sure. I, so I'm I really sure. want Alexa telling me, "Hey, it sounds I, no, like you got I'm a not, cold." I have yeah. enough enough time with her telling me to turn off the television or give me some suggestions now when I ask her for a yeah, question. Yeah, I'm not really really keen on Alexa going, "Hey, it sounds like you might be having a stroke." <laughs> when uh, all I've been doing is imbibing a little extra libation. So i I have my I have my uh, you know, initial response to this. And what's your initial response? It seem it seems rather basic, and it, the article doesn't really talk about all the other reasons why voice is affected. Voice is affected by not only uh, disease, but it's affected by emotional state. Uh, like I said, whether you're inebriated or not. So if you're like drunk, that. it may be, it may just come on up and you just start talking to Alexa, and it'll be like, "Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah." It, it sounds like you had sounds a like you're having a stroke. You're like, no, I'm just uh, drunk. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Alexa, for pointing that out. So, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really. This didn't really pique my interest as so much as my uh, initial 
Cynicism. Cynicism that you don't like. Well, you know what? Today's episode is going to be interesting because we're going to be talking about a lot about some robots coming up here, too. So I know that's your favorite subject to talk about. So we're going to... Hey, let me just clear the air. What's that? I don't have a problem per se with robots. Okay. I have a problem with how robots are used. Okay. All right. Okay. Because you're kind of a robot hater. But that's okay. Uh, Let's move on to story uh, number three. I'm an AI hater. You're an AI hater? Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. Story number three. BMW partners with Air Console to bring in-car gaming in 2023. That's right. Wait for this one. BMW is partnering with a gaming platform, Air Console, to bring a collection of single and multiplayer games to new vehicles, starting with the BMW 7 Series next year. Air Console is a part of the BMW Startup Garage, the company's incubator for new tech that can be used in future vehicles. The automaker said Air Console's platform fits perfectly with BMW's curved display and demonstrates the company's ability to rapidly integrate third-party applications into the vehicle itself. Games will run directly inside the vehicle's entertainment system and can be delivered to vehicles over the air. BMW's 7 Series sedan currently, which the company launched in April, already entertains riders with this 31.3-inch 8K theater screen with built-in Amazon Fire TV. Now, Air Council games can only be accessible if the car is parked and therefore impossible to play, yeah, right, if the vehicle is in motion for passengers' own safety, a BMW spokesman said. Players will need to have a smartphone to play, which will serve as a controller, and a connection between the phone and the car will be established by scanning a QR code in the vehicle. So you're telling me, okay, what are we becoming now? I'm going to be driving... I'm going to be driving somewhere, and instead of going in the house to play with my entertainment console, now I'm going to sit in my car, drain the battery, and I'm going to play video games in the passenger seat? Well, I suppose if you were a pimp, that would be something to do. <laughs> something to do? Wait, what, what do you, okay, I didn't think about that. <laughs> well, I was thinking, so instead of actually having the car in like an idle mode, and then having, you know how like the old Mario Kart had the, had the, the fake steering wheel and yeah. pedals yeah. instead of having the car in an idle mode that it connects to it and you use the steering wheel like, oh now that like would that, be a pretty cool game i understand that no you still got to use your phone as a controller that doesn't make any sense uh, then there's it, it, no reason to do it, that in if your you're car. gonna it's be just, in your car to just, play video games yeah I don't, that's well, crazy you know there i guess there's several things you know aside from the pimp comment you know there's <laughs> there's uber okay you know, if you're if you're Going down to the airport and waiting on a passenger coming in from a flight that's not being DDoSed. Yeah. Uh, is your you know, car you could, on that whole time? You could be sitting yeah. there playing video games instead of. So uh, I don't have I don't a know, switch in my pocket and I pull out my switch and I can play it on the battery that will last for four to eight hours without having to worry about draining down my I don't, car battery. I, I, don't, I don't really understand the concept because uh, if, I'm, if I'm a passenger and I'm driving down a freeway on a road trip and I'm bored as all get out. I That's what I'd want to play. I it. can't play a video game until the car is parked. I ha- I can get out my phone and play a video yeah. game. I don't, so, whatever. You know, okay. I don't. I don't really understand. BMW that. has so much money to. This, again, this is this is the around. same thing as uh, uh, dial-up, not dial-up service, but these uh, subscription services for seat warmers yeah. and other. Yeah, BS so that, like your pay your pay to have accessories in your in, yep. in your deal. All right. Well, story number four. Speaking of useless. About watching the Meta Connect 2022. That's right. Today, Mark Zuckerberg makes his passionate plea that the metaverse is a real thing and a valid next big business 
for Meta. Now, today on Facebook, you could be watching this. Not right now because we're Did on you the watch radio. It? Are you watching it? I watched a little bit of this. Oh, Was he my gosh. Hang on, hang on. The annual Meta Connect Developer Conference kicked off with a keynote by Mark Zuckerberg. Sleep, 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 snore. Uh, later on, John Carmack, co-founder of the video game company ID Software, who was the lead programmer for such successful games like Commander King, Wolfenstein 3D, Doom, Quake, and their sequels. Uh, essentially, in 2013, he resigned from ID Software to work fully on the Oculus VR as their CTO and giving like a that chat. Id software. Yeah. So, id. Es- so essentially, he's working on the Oculus VR. Now, he's given a speech and I didn't see his speech, but I'm going to have to watch it because it'll be awesome because he's kind of an anti. He works for Meta. He gets paid by Meta, but he can't really stand Zuckerberg and he can't really stand Meta. So he'll like slam them in the stuff that he's working on. But since he's so well in the VR world, you really can't fire him. And, he, and he's such a leader in that area that it's a very interesting deal. So I have to watch this. But if you also want to watch it, all you got to do is go and visit Facebook. Type in, of course... The MetaConnect 2022 after our show, and you can see everything they have, including the new pro-level VR headset wearable that Facebook is going to try to sell for over a grand for people to be a part of their virtual world. Yeah. So this is it. Can I so use this that is, while I'm driving a car? Well, this is make it or break it, because right now, essentially, they announced the uh, uh, revenue, and both Facebook and Instagram are now costing the company money to run instead no. of making money for the company. So if he doesn't get this thing in a kickoff pretty square in the pants where everybody says, yes, I want to come on in, they're going to be having some very with large troubles com- moving forward. I don't know with all these studies coming out that uh, actually newer generations are really not all that interested in virtual environments. I don't know what he's going to do. Yeah, I don't know either. And the augmented reality because stuff is still kind of a, a, a gray area. People are like, eh, I can live with it. I can well, live without the it. The millennial generation, which is so hot for VR, they are limited in scope. So, Yep. All right. Well, up next we have – oh, do you have, a, oh, do you have a, a comment there? Well, I wanted to bring up the fact like MySpace and whatever other social media, did they just, did they just die off? Yeah. Just – so, so MySpace, MySpace was a, is still there. So MySpace is still there, yeah. but it, but it really it hit literally a saturation point, and then mm-hmm. within a three month turmoil where they are having problems with, they went from hundreds and thousands of users down to thousands. And of that users. was because of Facebook. Because right? Facebook that was because of Facebook. Okay. So now that Facebook and Instagram are dying, yep, they're still trying to make it a company that's worthwhile. Correct. So Meta is like their next so, bet. Okay, so they can't just die off like uh, MySpace in this sense. Well, that's what they're worried about. So I think they're thinking that Meta and okay. the new VR world is the new world that they're going to want to transition to. Okay. Because Facebook is in jeopardy. There's a lot of other alternatives out there mm-hmm. that people well, are using. I just think of it as like when I was in... Not Trump social, though. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in middle school, I wanted to jump on Facebook. And like it was just something that you want to get on eventually. But I have a younger brother who's like 12. He has no interest in that kind of thing at all. No, TikTok, just, TikTok is going to destroy Facebook yeah. and Meta and because their Instagram alternative is yeah. so much better and people are using that. Facebook just doesn't allow itself to die, which so, I understand you don't want your company to die, but correct. it's, it's dead. Well, yeah. I see, we'll I see. We'll see. I, I made a prediction. I got four, yeah, we'll four years and six months left to go. All right. Well, uh, we're going to move on up. Next, we have our segment, Gadgets and Gear, with our producer, Gwen Way. We also have a story that we did not cover last week that we'll be covering today, so you don't want to miss this. Uh, We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Tech Time Radio with Nathan Mum. 
Hey, Mike. Yeah, what's happening? Did you know for every $1 spent on email marketing, you receive $36 in return? That's pretty awesome, right? Yeah. But it's all so complicated. All those advanced tools and features, you don't know how to approach them at all. What if there was an email marketing platform where you don't have to rack your brains to get started? A tool that's not overloaded with unnecessary features you don't want to pay for and, believe it or not, has a support team available 24-7 even on the free plan. There is a solution, Mike. Let me introduce you to Celzy, a tool that makes email marketing as easy as one, two, three. With Celzy, you can launch your first campaign in 15 minutes. No coding required. A very easy to use intuitive email builder with over 300,000 GIFs and stickers to choose from and 500,000 plus free stock images, a customizable countdown timer and more. Create emails for any business goal from e-commerce to nonprofits. Easily create automated email sequences for your business. Get 24-7 support via chat, email and phone even on the free plan. Celsius has just launched a special deal. You can now get a lifetime access to all Celsi features for just $49. All the core features, unlimited emails, automation, segmentation, advanced analytics for the price of 10 lattes. Celsi is the easiest way to start selling with emails. Try it now. Click the link in this episode description on Tech Time Radio to get that special deal. No commissions or hidden fees. To learn more information, visit them at the simple and easy site to remember. Just go and visit selzy.com. That's S-E-L-Z-Y.com. The easiest way to send emails. Welcome back to Tech Time with Nathan Mum. Tech Time Radio is the hour technology show that talks about current technology in a simple format without having to geek out. Brought to you by myself, Nathan Mum, and Mike Roday. We just had our first whiskey tasting during the break. Now let me tell you about what we are sipping and our pick of the day. During the show today, we have chosen the Rough Rider Bull Moose Triple Barrel Rye Whiskey. Wow, that's a that's a, they wanted to make sure they got every name they could on the, the title of that. It's 2849, 90 proof. This rye whiskey is aged in three different casks to yield complexity and richness. The journey begins in new American oak barrels where small batch rye whiskey takes on spice and sweet cinnamon flavors. Under a watchful eye, the whiskey is moved to bourbon casks where rye and the bourbon flavors blend together. The final maturation occurs in barrels that previously held the distillery's Pine Barrens single malt whiskey. This rye brings forward vanilla, warm oak, Apple with a toasty flavor and a velvety finish. What do you think of uh, the whiskey so far, Mr. Gorday? Does it have that oak and that apple toasty taste? Well, you know, I'm not really a a rye fan, but this one's actually pretty good. Uh, It's got a substantial apple flavor without it being overwhelming, so I can taste it. Okay. Uh, Finish is nice. Uh, It doesn't last very long. It's actually, it's, it's, so it's... Twenty eight forty nine again, so it's under thirty. So that's, uh, I wouldn't consider that a value. I consider the nineteen dollar the value whiskeys, right? But this is a sipping whiskey. Value meaning cheap. It's cheap. There you okay. go. Okay. okay, it's ninety proof, so it has a little bit of kick. You know, I I am uh, uh, the company that puts this out is Long Island Spirits. Uh, they're in Long Island, New York. It is a ninety three percent Long Island mash bill is what they have on there, and then it has seventy. Percent malted barley. So I don't know. I, I kind of like the taste myself. It, it's it's not bad. Okay, I, I'm enjoying this one. All right. Well, now that we got our whiskey out of the way, 
We have Gwen Way ready to talk about this month's gadget and gear. Let's get ready to go hmm. What's new in our gadgets and gear? All right, extraordinary. Gwen Way, welcome to the show. We're excited to have her back on. It's always this great time of the of the holiday when you know you kind of go from the summer into the fall and, and uh, let me tell you gadgets yeah, no, this are is, this is where you spend right most now. of your money i think i did i mean not wrong not and, wrong and you know what if you spend 299 dollars and then you want to get this by christmas you may be spending almost 300 dollars evenly to get it by christmas but before we do that uh, Can you get it by Christmas? Well, that's what they said. We'll, uh, we'll take a look. Hey, Gwen, tell me a little bit year? about the item that we have here. Okay. So Nathan and I are of a certain age where we always wanted robot dogs. Yes. Um, it, It's just how it is. I may have found us a robot dog that we can get for other people and then accidentally keep one for ourselves. That's exactly what I'm thinking, too. Okay. <laughs> so tell us about this, because let me tell you, when the Sony, the Obidai or Obi, I think it was the I Obi. Will. I don't know. You were you were butchering that last night. Yeah. Too. Well, essentially, Sony came out with the ERS 1000 Entertainment Dog, right? And that was like three grand to get. I, I was working at Microsoft at the time. I almost bought like two of these. Because they were so cool. I wanted to have one of these dogs. Now you can get them on eBay for about a grand. But I think this is a better device, a newer device, and it's so much more cheaper. So tell us about what we got here, Gwen. Agreed. So if you go to my personal favorite, kickstarter.com, gotta love it, Yep. and look up Luna, L-O-O-N-A, you see the most adorable little robot that uh, utilizes Amazon Lex. Uh, related to Alexa, sorry, Mike, I hate to tell you this, but it is a conversational AI. So you have to kind of deal with that a little bit. Well, as long as it's not bit. diagnosing me with cancer because I've been drinking or whatever, <laughs> that's fine. I, I don't think it will do that. It might be able to actually bring you a drink in the future. Uh, they're adding on a home assist that will basically allow this little robot dog uh, starting next April to do everything that Alexa does, you know, dim your lights, turn up the music, whatever you want it to do. So it's pretty exciting. Okay, so it's a is pet- it going to talk? Is it going to talk to me in the middle of the night like Alexa does sometimes? Well, I, I, so tell us a little bit about all the features on this dog that it has because I watched the video like eight times. So tell us some of the cool uh, items that are here, Gwen. It's amazing. So first of all, it has facial recognition. So when it gets to know your. Fa- uh-oh. Face it will view as owner, whatever you want to call it. We'll go with owner. Uh, it has body detection, so it can follow you around or it can move to avoid you. Uh, the video that Nathan is mentioning has a great little dance that, that a little girl does with the robot. Uh, it also can recognize gestures. So you can train it to, you know, do the whole dog sit, stay, all of that kind of stuff as well. And you know what you don't have to you don't have to worry about. Well, I don't you know. don't have to pick up on it. It doesn't eat food. Hey, it doesn't make a mess in your that's, house. That's, that's what's cool well, about. I mean, I enjoy it. this kind of stuff. Well, it, it de- well it'll go back to you its own charger. charger. It's yep, like a you Roomba. You can get a charger for thirty dollars, and it will actually put itself on its oh! charger. It goes to sleep. So kind of like a Roomba. This is actually a pretty cool little thing. I would, I would, yeah. I would go for something like this. Now it also has a camera Although, built into. Listen to this. The camera built into it. I can access it remotely from work, 
and I can yeah. move it anywhere in my house, like a little controller, like you would have, like an R, like a RC car, and I can go down the hallway, and I can have the camera look up and look down, look left, look right, and I can have it all as a part of a surveillance. It can have a program yeah, your, bark. Your, your voyeuristic slip is showing, buddy. <laughs> I well, think maybe a which little bit. I think yeah. that's the, I think that's the interesting piece that that's what you were all. I'm like, okay, well that'd be cool though. So you this, is, have this is oh yeah, this is. I'm not. I'm not so much interested in the whole uh, seeing what's going on in my house when I'm not there piece. Okay. But you know, okay. the, the cats, yeah, the interaction and interactivity of it. Uh, I would be afraid that it would not like my personality that it avoided me instead of you know. <laughs> so it develops it. Well, it actually has a bunch of AI. You want to explain some of the AI functions that it has with this too, uh, Gwen? Sure. So. Like I said, it uses Amazon Lex, which is a conversational AI, uh, similar to the one that is found in Alexa. So what it can do is it can learn commands that you give it. It can learn your facial expressions and learn to read your mood. So if you're having a bad day, it can you know come over and kind of give you comfort. It can run away. It can play with you if you're feeling playful. All kinds of fun things. It even like tracks that. down a ball. Yep. And a you laser. Can, you can play fetch. Yeah. Yeah. I watched the video too, man. Yeah. I, I, I saw yeah, it. Yeah. yeah it is, so it is amazing. Th- All this right. Is, this, is, this is something I have no problem with. So okay. calling me a, a robot phobe or whatever is really not accurate. Here. <laughs> uh, okay. So now when they started this campaign, they had, I think they had a goal of, I don't know, was it 10,000, 20,000 or something? 20,000. Like, okay. They hit 2.2 million. Two point we two million dollars has been backed. This well, yeah. Yep, they've got almost six six thousand backers, but you do still have eighteen days to go, so you've got a little bit of time. Right now, for the early bird special that you were talking about, the two ninety nine, uh, they've got forty five still available at that. Well, seventy two this morning when I signed up for mine. I know. Oh, wow. uh, you also you bought thirty have the of ability, them. If you want to spend an extra sixty-five dollars to get it delivered by Christmas, and if you do that, they will include a Christmas costume that has like little antlers for Luna. And if they reach some of their goals, you'll even have a special wait, costume wait, to wait. turn it into a little dinosaur wait, wait, dog. Is, wait, wait, wait. Yep. What, so wait, wait. we haven't even we haven't even seen the proliferation of robot pets, and we're already dressing them up like humans. What's going on? Here? Well, that is just life with a pet, man. Uh, that is okay. agreed. That is yeah. just agreed. attached. I'm going to carry it around. Can I carry it around in a purse? Yeah, <gasps> oh it, it, it literally fits in the purse itself. They the actually car stroller. Yeah, you can actually put it in your purse, and you could take it with you, and then you could get on the airplane that you couldn't book today because, because of the hackers. The- but but when you decided to go to the airport, you could say it was a companion pet and that you needed it for some type of uh, emotional yeah. support animal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> emotional support tech. Two point four two pounds, so it's easy to carry around. So yeah, you're set. All right, that is correct. Now we're gonna we're gonna move on, and, and Gwen's gonna stay on. So that is it. So let, let's again. This is called Luna. L O O N A. It's the most intelligent pet bot. Uh, she, she's so playful and affectionate. You'll forget she's a robot. Two million dollars has been pledged. Go to Kickstarter and look for Luna. Unless you're my wife, because we already bought some, so don't order any more at home. All right, there you go. All right, Mrs. Bum, just order double. It'll be fine. Uh, okay. All right. All right, Mike and Gwen, speaking about robots, how would you feel about a robot waiter taking your order and bringing your food to you? A robot waiter minimizes human contact in a Portland area Bristow. 
The Bristol Royal in Beaverton, Oregon, can now, uh, thanks to Milo, bring and take your food away by pushing his buttons. Most servers wouldn't like that, but Milo is different, some said. He's very futuristic. The restaurant uses autonomous robots like Milo to limit contact between staff and customers. Why? People have reached... Uh, favorably to using Milo, said Calvin Mint, who is the co-owner of the Bristol Royale. The restaurant began using the robot late in August of last year. Is it bistro? Uh, bistro, yeah. Uh, Mint and his wife, Poe, first opened the Bistro Royale in March of last year when the coronavirus pandemic was at its all-time high. Essentially, they have a robot that will deliver your food, take care of cleaning up after you, and does all your dessert, uh, delivery service for you. They think that the robots Milo, Navi, and Beast, they have three of them, all use essentially robotic instruments to move from table to table to make sure that they have the items they need to provide guests with the customer's expectation of standard service. Despite the love for machines, Mint makes it clear that he does not think that these are going to replace human servers, but he does think that this is a way to have a unique robot restaurant deliver your food. So let me ask you this. Since we're talking about robots, would you go to a restaurant where robots delivered you food and you had no interaction with humans? Sure. Sure? Yeah. Would you, would yeah. you, like, would you like that? Yeah. All right. Gwen, how about I you? Mind- I wouldn't mind going and checking it out. Like it probably wouldn't be my first choice, but it could be interesting. Yeah. You know, I, I don't, I don't know what I, I would be very interested. There, there was a, I grew up in the Seattle area and there was a restaurant that used to deliver a bunch of food on a train set. So they had a big train set. It was yeah, called the iron horse. I had a friend that we had a, we had an idea that we could build a, a little restaurant thing where we could deliver things on little remote control boats little remote control boats so it was really interesting to get the food from the train when it came on up but i still like that interaction with a human i don't know if i would ever be okay you know you see kind of the back to the future where they have I, I that have, I have max header motoring you. yeah you, what's it you might be human i might be human yeah what does that mean? Uh, if you want to have that human interaction, you might actually be a human. Well, it might be a human. That's one a great. That's a great one question for us to ask in Mike's mesmerizing moment. Why are we all excited about robots now? As a yeah, is a people. Okay, all right. Well, Gwen, do you have anything else for us? Uh, no, but I can tell all of our listeners you need to tune in next month. I've got something very big coming that. Uh, I think is going to be very popular. I, I think it will be, too. It will be fantastic. All right. Well, that ends our segment. Gadgets and gear. Gwen, thank you so much for being a part of this. Up next, we have This Week in Technology. So now would be a good time to enjoy a little whiskey on the side, as we will be doing so during our break. You're listening to Tech Time Radio with Nathan Mum. See you in a few minutes. Hey, Mike. Yeah, what's going on? Have you heard of Unidragon.com? Yeah, isn't that the puzzle people? It is. They are the largest manufacturer and sellers of wooden puzzles in the world. Let me tell you about it. They have tons of designs, all is set $29.95 on their website at unidragon.com. Yeah, I know. I've seen them. I, I really like the owl one. All of these are laser cut to perfection. Instead of those old traditional puzzles that you get that are done on cheap cardboard backings, these are all done with wood cutouts, laser cut, and the images, instead of the standard jigsaw puzzle, actually include different animals within the puzzle itself to put together. It's like it's like those big collages where they have faces that turn into Empire State Buildings and stuff. 
That's correct. Absolutely. You really see so you, you you like the charming owl? Well, I really like the owl. And right now there's a special going on for any Tech Time Radio listeners. If they put in the code Dragon Tech, they'll receive 10% off until June 1st, 2021. That's cool. I'm going to put an order in today. And of course, my favorite, the inspiring unicorn. Are you going to get the fox or are you going to get the dragon or the fish? What 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 are you looking to get? No, man, I'm going to get the owl. You're going to get the owl, not the serious panda, no. but the owl. It's all about the owl, man. I'm it's, a night owl. You're a night owl. You are a night owl. Visit unidragon.com today and make sure to put in Dragon Tech as your code to receive 10% off. And remember... Yeah, those are really cool. I really like the owl. Mike likes the owl. And now, let's look back at this week in technology. All right, we're going all the way back to October 10th, 1980. Midway releases Pac-Man, the video game to North American arcades. In contrast, the Japanese release under Puck-Man occurred earlier that year in May. Fans of the 2010 cult classic comic book-inspired film Scott Pilgrim vs. the World might already know this, but Pac-Man's original name was Puck-Man. Like Scott fanatically says on the movie, the character's name comes from the Japanese expression of Paku Paku, which is closely translated to Gobble Gobble. Now, legend has it the U.S. military purchased early game units from Japan and transported the games onto ships and military bases for morale, but soon had a problem as the game's name from Puckman was vandalized to change that P into an F. The game's <laughs> popularity didn't take off until being released in the United States. Midway Manufacturer released the game, in North America as a part of a licensing agreement with Namco America. As a result, Pac-Man will become the first actual mega-hit video game in history, sparking Pac-Mania fever and the catapulting the video game industry yeah, you remember that. into mainstream culture. Wait, how old were you when Pac-Man came out? Uh, 1980, I would have been... I'd have been nine years old, eight years old, nine years okay, old. So you, I remember I, it. You remember the song Pac-Man Fever? Oh yeah, everybody dancing around with it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And, and then what? yeah, I think I think Pac-Man is probably what set up the whole arcade. Uh, that and Donkey Kong. I think both of those two, Donkey Kong and Pac-Man. I think we're. Well, the I think I think Pac-Man two. was the the solid the solid start of of the arcade generation that that came out of that. Well just think if you had a puck because man. because nobody had a freaking song Correct. attached to it. That's true. Which was which was on the charts. It was on the charts. So, and, and, and they had tons of movies that have talked about Pac-Man and Legends and, and different stuff. They had that Pixels movie where it actually came on out and there was a Pac-Man chasing the ghost. The ghosts all have names or there's uh Blinky, I don't know what all are they? Of them. What are they? I, I know Come Blinky's on. one of them. Uh, do you know the names of all the ghosts? Uh, Blinky, Clyde, Clyde, um, Speedy. I think is oh, one. Oh, I think okay, okay. And what's the last one? I don't remember. Okay, that's Inky, the... Blinky, Pinky, and Clyde. Oh, Blinky, there you go. Blinky, Pinky, and Clyde. There, there you, you go. go. All right, all right. Well, that was this week in technology. Have you ever wanted to watch some Tech Time history with over two hours of video, podcasts, and blog information? You can visit us at TechTimeRadio.com to watch our older shows or join our Tech Timers Facebook group. Uh, talk with us all the time. We're going to take a commercial break, but when we return, we have Mark's Mumbles Whiskey Review and our technology fail of the week that you do of not the week? fail of the week that you do not want to miss. We'll see you after okay. this break. 
Tech Time Radio is brought to you today by Nutility, the platform that makes utility management seamless by selecting your service providers, splitting a single bill amongst roommates, and then shutting off your service when it's time for you to move out. Nutility reviews your preferences and sets up all the utilities for you. This provides you with the best local provider in your service area. It's much easier than splitting up your bills between roommates. No more late Larry not being able to get to you on time to make the payments, and no more Venmo charges or PayPal charges. One place to do your billing so that everybody pays on time. Now, how can you use this great service from Nutility, you ask? Aha. Well, you can absolutely get it now and get three months for free. That's correct. If you go to Nutility.com. Again, it kind of sounds like Utility, but it's Nutility.com. Use the tech code 3. And again, that's N-U-T-I-L-I-T-I.com. Get your first three months for free using the code TECH3. From experts in technology to an expert in whiskey. Now is our segment for you whiskey connoisseurs. Welcome to the Mark Mumble of the Week. All right, Mark. Thank you for the mumble. Here we got right now the National Spread Joy Day. Did you know that? Observed yeah, I'm on October, spreading a lot of joy today. I'll observed tell you. on October 11th, National Spread Joy Day is a day to kick negativity to the curb and spoil your friends and family with a thoughtful deed. Maybe even share a little whiskey with them. Whereas I'll do, I'll take you out to dinner. After I don't know the if show. The, I don't know if that's spreading joy or having said this whiskey spreading be medication. Spreading. Because <laughs> why is that toxic? <laughs> toxic positivity. Toxic, all right, all right. Let's let's see the Mark mumble. This rye is named for the homage of Teddy Roosevelt in nine in eighteen ninety eight. Teddy Roosevelt, a native Long Islander, organized the United States' first voluntary cavalry, known as the Rough Riders. Rough Riders. Long Island Spirits is located just miles from the Rough Riders area where they quarantined and then disbanded following the victory in the Spanish-American War. In a legendary summer that had in Motok Point, after serving an assassination attempt, Roosevelt reportedly said it takes more than that to kill a bill a bull moose. Hence, the name of the Long Island Spirits Rye was born, and now we have the Bull Moose. Uh, triple barrel rye whiskey. The rye is easy to sip. It's simple, which is expected of a whiskey of its age, but it doesn't have the harsh qualities sometimes found in other young spirits. Absent from this rye is some of the qualities more traditional ryes may have that it may be enjoyed with those who tend to prefer bourbons or a skew rye for its more traditional qualities. Well, that explains it. Mark is curious what Mike thinks, as Mike is generally not a rye lover. So what do you think? Oh, this one's this one's a good one. I I enjoy this one. It this one I good. would this one I would I would have in my cabinet. In your cabinet, yeah, yep. I, I, it does it does have a very you know it's very smooth. I could have this a little bit of ice sitting on out on the deck and just kind of enjoying a summer sunset go on down. That would be very enjoyable. A little cigar on the on the side, and I'd be just yeah, you know, I could do happy any place. of that. <laughs> All right, well, it'd be more like slugging slugging a shot after. Uh, winning, since, winning the final match in your, your, uh, uh, what do you call it? Video game. My video game stuff. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. I, I don't know where you're going with that, but maybe the rye whiskey is getting yeah, to you a little early. All right, Mark. Thanks for that mobile, Mike. Now it's time for us to move to our technology fail of the week, brought to us by Elderberry Boost. Get your Elderberry Boost today at elderberry-boost.com. We are out of time. Congratulations, you're a failure. Oh, I failed. Did I? Yes. Did I? Yes. Did I? Yes. 
All right. This week's technology fail comes to us from Apple, specifically the new Apple devices, including the new iPhone 14. Don't forget an iPhone or don't take an iPhone to King Island Amusement Park outside of Cincinnati, Ohio, as many of the roller coaster rides trigger new iPhone's emergency calls. According to the Wall Street Journal, the plummeting rides have activated the iPhone's crash detected system. The feature was introduced in the new iPhone 14, the Apple Watch Series 8, the Ultra, and SE with the latest OS update. Apple told the newspaper the technology is intended to provide peace of mind and will continue to improve over time. Although a new feature on the iPhone, the crash detection system, recently demonstrated its utility in alerting emergency services to a fatal accident in Nebraska. In a recording of one of the calls obtained by the newspaper, an automated message on the iPhone can be heard saying the owner of the iPhone was in a severe car crash and is not responding to their phones. The sound of the amusement park is audible in the background of this call. Roller Coaster News site Coaster 101 noted that Dollywood, a theme park partially owned by country music performer and campaigner Dolly Parton, also warned riders of the risk of false alerts. Signs at entrance of two of the park's most intense roller coasters warned riders that Apple Watches and other similar devices should not be taken on the ride as they could trigger the collision detection feature and cause an unintended emergency call. So don't plan on having your new iPhone with you to capture a picture at these parks. Cheers come from all Android users that love roller coasters as this feature's yeah. been around for over two years on most Android phones. What, crash, any crash issues? Well, yeah, yeah that's, that's kind of... I don't know. That's that's sort of a kind of an an interesting prospect that we have. Well, this crash, crash detection, detection is bad. Feature this feature on things that we carry around with us all the time. So this motorcyclist had it, had this crash detection. He had a circle of friends that would be alerted if he had an issue. So he gets he's going down the freeway. His phone comes out of his pocket itself. Exactly. And, and that's it the crashes problem. on the ground. If I, have, and, a, and if I has, have a rage incident and throw my phone against the wall. I think you have to have the speed of the bike going too, though, right? So you uh-huh. have to have the speed going. But essentially, all of his circle friends were alerted that he had passed away and that he's no longer on this thing, saying that he would probably had a fatal uh, crash. They could not get access to his phone. Yeah, that. As this, he's at the seems, store buying seems, a new this phone. This seems to me to be misappropriate technology. Okay. I, I just don't see this as being appropriate for, for this type of quote-unquote peace of mind stuff that is quoted here. You know, so just, on this feature, you add your friends that will be alerted to this. I, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going <laughs> to add everybody, and then I'm going to chuck my phone out of a driving thing, and everybody's going to be like, so oh, going up to the Space Needle. You go up to the Space Needle, and, and you know your phone accidentally slips out, and all of a well, sudden it says... Yeah, this but on top, no of, on top of that, if this is alerting a nine one one service, if it there's is. a bunch of people that's riding roller coasters and it's constantly acting the nine one one, what happens to the actual necessary nine one one? Yeah, they're gonna. Yeah, I mean, and, they, and so, the nine one one operators is, have to treat every call as this is one emergency. of the problems I have with some of, some of this idea of technology being appropriated for different reasons. This, so don't have this, an iPhone fourteen. Keep yeah. your iPhone thirteen because I guess they know how to do that well in, in the iPhone thirteen. I don't know. Maybe. Or have an Android phone, right? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. We're going to head out to our last commercial break. When we return, we have Mike's mesmerizing moment brought to us by Story Coffee and a Nathan Nugget of the Week, along with our pick of the day. So sit back, raise a glass. You're listening to Tech Time Radio with Nathan Mum. How to see a man about a dog. 
It combines darkly comic short stories, powerful poems, and pulp fiction prose to create a heartbreaking and hilarious journey readers will not soon forget. Read How to See a Man About a Dog, Collected Writings, for free with Kindle Unlimited. Ebook available on Kindle, print copies available on Amazon the Book Depository, and more. Welcome back to Tech Time. I'm your host, Nathan Mum. Now it's time to get our highlighted segment of the day with our Mike's Mesmerizing Moment brought to us by Story Coffee. Mike, here is your Mesmerizing Moment question I have for you today. Where's my Mesmerizing Music? Oh, well, you know what? I guess we should probably go to that first. You want to go to that? Of course. Okay, so let's go. I need my fanfare. This is Mike's Mesmerizing Moment presented by Story Coffee. Visit storycoffee.com. Okay, that's better. You feel better now? Okay, here we go. Why do we want robots to be companions for us? So explain that to me. Why, Why? do we want robot? Yeah, you have to go we back to that. We don't actually Jetsons, want robots. Right? Yeah, you have Rosie. The yeah, we don't there. actually want robots. What do we okay, want? So, so as human beings, we want other. We want social connection to other human beings. Okay. However, in the absence of that, we will anthropomorphize other things in order to get oh, that's connection. A big word. What, what does that mean? That means that we will apply human traits to other things in order to get that that social connection. Okay. The most one of the most widely recognized ways that I can exemplify this is uh, the movie uh, out, uh, not Outcast, um, Tom Hanks and Castaway. Castaway? Castaway. Castaway. Okay. Yeah, Castaway, where he, he Wilson. anthropomorphizes Wilson, and Wilson actually becomes a, a social connection. So we, we need social connections. We have to have it. It's part okay. of our, it's, it's embedded in our DNA. If we don't have it, we will make it happen. Now, one of the things that I think is interesting about our our current level of technology and social situations is that uh, we will anthropomorphize inanimate objects over human beings because it lacks the complexity of another human being. Okay. So I like playing so, video games instead of having a conversation with... So said well, no, person, not or? not so much not so much the escapist qualities of the video game, but anthropomorphizing a robot, for instance, uh, gives us a level of of distance from a complex human interaction that we wouldn't normally have, and allows us to get what we need from that without having to give back. Does that make sense? That makes sense. So. So we start with robot it's, it's animals, not, it's right? Not, yeah, it's not. It's not that we want robot. It's just that we we tend to do this anyway, and robots being sort of a, a a unique thing that's coming out, and there's there's a lot of this. Oh, cool! That's cool. Yep. Kind of thing. It sort of plays into all this this idea of being able to connect emotionally to something that we can we can and. Essentially, we can control that. Okay, that makes emotional sense. response. Makes sense. So that's why you see people that have emotional connections and even marrying robots, inanimate, and, inanimate and objects, and sex dolls and things like that. Okay, all right. Wow. Okay. That, well, that wasn't meant to be funny, but <laughs> no, we we I, do I, that all the time. Yeah, I hear you. All right, now we're going to move on to our Nathan Nugget of the Week. This is your Nugget of the Week. Oh, you have your own fanfare. How about that? Yeah, there you go. Hang on. So take a look at this. This is called the M Classic, okay? So PC gamers can upgrade their graphic cards at any time when a new card comes on out. But console gamers have been limited to hardware built into a system, but not anymore. The M Classic is the world's first and best add-on for graphic processors 
and video game consoles. This is perfect as it has three switches on the device. It has a processing off, processing on, and retro mode. Great for old school Xbox original consoles, Dreamcast, Super Nintendo, and etc. Grab the link at the top of our website to get this deal of the week from TechTimeRadio.com. Now, I am getting paid nothing for this card itself. Well, uh, okay, I want to know something. Yes. Can I use this to upgrade my laptop, my gaming laptop? No. It does not work on well, it, it does not work on gaming laptops. Then I don't want it. So uh, uh, gaming laptops when you buy your video card, you're kind of stuck. If you I buy know. a PC, if you get a, a desktop. video desktop, you get a video card, you can replace that. But when you have an old school, let's say you had an old school Sega Dreamcast, you had an old school Super Nintendo. When you plug this device on the back of it, mm-hmm. and then you have the cable that goes into your television. What it does is it takes those edges, you know, on the video games where it's really blocky. When they first came out, the first 3D stuff, everything was really blocky and you'd see corners and everything was not really smooth. What it does is it has an additional processing power where it goes through before that video actually gets onto the screen and it smooths out the edges on everything so it looks crystal clear. It is amazing. If you have an original Xbox or a Dreamcast, two two units I've been working on. I have all of those. Okay. I've been working on these. uh, It's about 100 bucks on Amazon. It is called the M Classic. There's a lot of other Japanese versions that are out there that are trying to imitate this. You need the M Classic. Um, it's from Marcelli, M-A-R-S-E-I-L-L-E, and it turns all your graphics. It's amazing. It makes them look like they're new school graphics that are available. So uh, there you go. Well, that- when they come out with one that will help me with my laptop, uh, I'll be on that one like stink on a skunk. All right. There you go. Okay. <laughs> now we're going to move into our... Pick of the day. And now our pick of the day for our whiskey tastings. Let's see what bubbles to the top. All right. Today we are tasting the Rough Rider Bull Moose Triple Barrel Rye Whiskey. It's 2849.90 proof. Um, again, this is uh, rye whiskey. You're not a big rye whiskey fan normally, Mike. Normally I am not. So so tell me, what, what, what did you like about this? If you're going to give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down, let us know what you got. Uh, I'm going to give this one a thumbs up. Um, Mark hit it on the head. The way they distill this and move it from barrel to barrel, it gives it a, a kind of a bourbon-y taste and okay. uh, and uh it takes away a lot of the harshness of a rye whiskey. Or a rye whiskey. So all right, Odie, yeah. we'll go to you next. I mean, if I didn't take it all in one go, uh, I yeah. would probably like it. Yeah, yeah, you kind of I do like it now. It's a kind of a it's a, sip, it's a sipping like, whiskey. It wasn't just shot whiskey, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you That would have been great to know cuz it burned. <laughs> yeah, you like slugged hell. it. Yeah. You didn't need to slug it. This yeah. is a good this is a good sipping whiskey. I like this. I uh, I'm going to give it a thumbs up also. So it's got two thumbs up by us. That's a it's a great whiskey Ooh, for uh, three thumbs up. That's yeah. right. Everybody liked it, and and that's great because a lot of times I go out and buy this whiskey, and you guys say it's not very good. And that's because you, you that's because you buy bottom shelf whiskey all yeah, the time. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, for all of you out there that are trying to get your prime deals right now, if you want to buy an Apple Watch Series Eight, they're on sale for three hundred forty nine dollars. Uh, your primarily yeah, access just don't go deal. on a roller coaster. Uh, if you want the best uh, Fitbit deal, it's 170 bucks out there right now uh, on all these sales. I don't know why Amazon has a prime early access sale. I don't know what the heck that's for, but you know what? They keep on making money hand over fist, so congratulations to them. Well, that ends our show that's today. because they're not trying to build a fake world. 
That's right. That's like meta. Uh, remember, the science of tomorrow starts with the technology of today. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on Tech Time Radio. We hope that you had a chance to have that hmm moment today in technology. The fun doesn't stop there. We recommend that you go to techtimeradio.com and join our fan list for the most important aspect of staying connected and winning some really great monthly prizes. We also have a few other ways to stay connected, including subscribing to our podcast on any podcast service from Apple to Google and everything in between. We're also on YouTube. So check us out on youtube.com slash techtimeradio, all one word. We hope you enjoyed the show as much as we did making it for you. From all of us at Tech Time Radio, remember, mum's the word. Have a safe and fantastic week.